What's going on, everybody? We're back with your boy, Colin Henderson, cranked up on Friday. Welcome to the show, my friends. Dude, Jeremy, it's always a pleasure to be here. Always uh, fun to talk about uh, being the best version of you, looking at uh, tools, tactics to win the inner game. And why don't you let the audience know about this topic? You hit me up on this topic, and I was like, that's a great question. Yes. So we are going to talk today about the myths of mindset training the myths the things that you've thought or you've heard and i think one of the things that's an issue is that information just gets regurgitated over and over again even if it's not true so people just begin to believe it as truth and so we're going to try to overcome those things and try to bring some factual facts things that are truth and tested into this conversation so that's why we got colin henderson on the show that's it. So like always, team, this is not just a passive podcast. This is an active podcast. So just like you would go to the gym, you can't get stronger unless you lift the weight. Well, to get stronger in the mental game, we have to lift some weight. So get out your pen, get out a piece of paper, pull out the note section of your phone, stop what you're doing, and we're going to give you some tools, nuggets to raise self-awareness and debunk some myths out there. So the first uh, myth that really frustrates me, this is probably one of my least favorite phrases and concepts, Jeremy, is this phrase or this philosophy. I am who I am. Right. I hate that one. I hate when people say I am who I am. And I, I really like it. the book, but I like the book from Ben Hardy. He says, personality isn't permanent. What that means is a lot of people would get kind of um, uh, just, they mark themselves because they took the disc assessment or they took the assessment, like what color are you or uh, Enneagram which I'm a, a three wing two, if, if, if you're wondering. And they just basically say, you know, that's who I am. So that it's like a crutch for them and they make excuses for them and they just say, that's it. Well, according to Dr. Carol Dweck, and there's two mindsets, fixed versus growth mindset. Fixed mindset, people think talent is fixed. I am who I am. It's just how it is. They, they put a huge emphasis on uh, talent and on, on outcomes where growth mindset people says, you know, I can learn in any endeavor I want. Maybe aside from, dunking the basketball we can probably grow in a lot of things right you know so um the phrasing i am who i am that that's just not true and i I love talking about will smith will smith is one of my favorite um actors and he's been so successful a kid from philly i had nothing look what he's done from rapping to a show a a basic sitcom to like one of the biggest movie stars in the entire world he calls it talent versus skill he says people are born with talent he says but what i have like i'm not talented i'm i'm just skilled I, I pick certain things, certain crafts, and I obsess over them, and I master those skills. So I guess the first myth we're going to say is, you know, the phrasing, I am who I am, is a bunch of bullshit. That's not true. Decide, you know, a trait you want to emulate, a trait you want to be like, the best version of you, and start acting like it, and start training that. That's the first one. Um, the second one is how in the mental performance space, in just the, the, the mental side of, you know, business, life, sport, People thought, you know, if I'm working on my mind or working on my wellness, there's something wrong with me. That's so untrue. The old model was looking at mental training like physical therapy. You would go to a PT if you had like knee surgery or a sprained ankle or hurt shoulder where you would react to an an injury. What the old stigma around mental training is, you know, you would see a counselor or a therapist, but you know, the, the space that I'm in, in mindset training, it's prehab not just rehab and you look at the top performers in the world like right now the mvp in the league of the nfl is russell wilson 
he works with his mindset coach every single Thursday and every offseason. There's a dude by the name of George Mumford. George Mumford was with Phil Jackson. He worked with Michael Jordan and the GOAT, Kobe Bryant. Yes, I called Kobe the GOAT. And they both these guys said that George Mumford changed their game. They were proactive with their game. It wasn't just training their body and their craft. It was also training their mind. So we want to really get ahead of this. And a mindset myth is you have to work on your mindset when there's something wrong. That's untrue. The phrase that we say in this industry is you don't need to be sick to get better. Yes. Be proactive, not reactive. Um, the third one I want to touch on, Jeremy, is – I'll just put you on the spot. Most people think there are two ways, two levels you can think. Kind of like yin and yang. What what two types of thinking are, are there that most people would say? Um, probably open-minded and closed-minded. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a good one. That's actually really good. Um, but a lot of people say, okay, there's either, we have two options when we're performing. We can think negatively or we can think positively. Right? Would you kind of think that I love I love the awareness of what you said open and close, but a lot of people think, yo, I can be positive in this performance or I can be negative. Yeah. No, well there's actually there's actually a middle ground which is called neutral thinking. Oh snap. He's opening up the and can. Yeah, neutral thinking you know, is a phrase. Let me put you on the spot, Jim. You know who coined this uh, phrase? Mr. Trevor. Hey, neutral. Trevor Moad. And who does he work with? Russell Wilson. So look at the game uh, last week. Seahawks coming from behind. Russell was asked, Russell, how'd you pull it out? He says, the whole time the sun, I'm saying, stay neutral, keep believing. Stay neutral, keep believing. And basically, neutral thinking is, I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. I'm not going to be, you know, what is some uh, people in the mental game call it fake positive, you know, which could be toxic. How many times are you like really struggling and things are really hard and you have people who are just fake positive? And they say all these things that are not realistic and it makes it even worse. Because I think the thing with that is that you put yourself in cognitive dissonance. So when you're being fake positive, you're lying to yourself. So that creates more chaos in your brain because you're actually telling yourself something that's not true. And it puts more, more, more pressure on you and those around you. Right. But so what we all agree, what all scientists in the mental space can agree you know, positive thinking, we can't guarantee that will work, but we can guarantee that negative thinking works all the time. Bad is stronger than good. Science out of Georgetown says that negativity is a multiplier of up to seven times more powerful than being positive. Mm. So what if we just say, we're going to put a filter on our brain. We're going to filter out negativity. And we're going to go neutral to, to being positive. But staying neutral is, you know, I'm not going to overjudge good or bad. You know, the past is the past. It doesn't define who I am. I'm going to think about what is true. What are the facts? Oftentimes we think of worst case scenarios or we make something that happened worse than it is. If we can just stay present, if we can just stay neutral and say, what's in my control right now, I'm just going to compete. I'm just going to, you know, one rep at a time, one play at a time, one moment at a time. That's staying neutral. And um, the example that we hear from, from Russell was against uh, the, uh, the, the Packers Green Bay in the um, NFC uh, game to go to the big one. Um, they were down zero to 16, you know, and this was like the fourth quarter and Russell's not saying guys were going to win. Russell says, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep fighting is a neutral statement. It's not a positive statement. And sure enough, they, they uh, tie it up going over time and the Hawks, the Hawks won. So team, it's not just positive negative. If we can train our mind to stay present, to stop judging, 
stop reliving and pre-living if we can just stay neutral what's in my control stay in the present moment not too high not too low stay stay neutral um the fourth one i want to touch on jeremy is this topic of nerves the myth that a lot of people have is like nerves are bad if i'm feeling some stress or, or some anxiety a little bit that that's that's straight negative which is really not true we actually need some stress and some, some pressure. Um, there's not really good or bad nerves or pressure, but it's just like when you feel uh, some excitement, if we can train our minds to flip the script and say, hey, nerves are normal. Nerves is not a threat. What's going to activate fight, fight, freeze, hide. Nerves is a signal that my heart is in it. My heart's beating fast. That means my heart is in it. If we can just change you know, how we look at that challenge and look at it as a challenge, not a threat, and that's going to activate flow. It's going to activate energy. It's going to activate focus. It's going to activate, hey, this means something. And you look at the word flow, coined by Dr. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, it's this combination of skill versus challenge. And if the challenge is too high from your skill, you're going to feel anxiety. If the challenge is too low from your skill, you're going to get boredom. So we need a little bit of challenge so a little bit of nervous energy to activate flow. So team, if you can do one thing, shift your perspective on what nerves are. Growth and comfort zones cannot coexist. There are three zones we live in that we have a chance to access. Comfort, stretch, panic zone. We don't want to live in comfort or panic. That stretch, just that little bit of kind of, you know, I feel my uh, stomach turning. Hey, get those butterflies information. That's a signal. Something amazing is about to happen. So nerves are normal, and that's a good sign. Just shift your mind to that one. Uh, the last one I want to talk about, number five, is I think a common uh, block for people to access their power and maximize their, their mindset is they feel like they need to feel good to perform good. Maybe I'll just check in with you, Jeremy. Have you ever heard that? People are like, I'm just not feeling good today, or I'm not feeling motivated, or I'm not feeling like I got my, my A game. So they either don't do it, they don't show up, or they basically quit. Absolutely. Plenty of times. Yeah. Too many times, really. Yeah. So that's the big myth that like average performers, they have this cop-out that, you know, you know, all these top performers, they're always confident. They always feel motivated. They always have this energy. That is not true. Um, I'm going to bring up a name uh, you're not hearing anymore, Dr. Ken Robiza, one of the pioneers in this space. He'd worked with uh, the Angels, the, the Rays, the, the, the Cubs, um, a lot of teams. He's one of the, the leaders in, in this space. And he basically said, you know, are you so bad that you need your A game to win? He basically said, you know, if you only have 70%, give 100% of that 70%. So kind of what I like to teach performers is, you know, act your way into the feeling. You're not going to always feel motivated, but the biggest block, and we, we talked about this last, last episode, Jeremy, is, you know, the best strategy for you to, if you do have nerves or you're not feeling motivated, you're not feeling confident, just take action, start moving. Um, I met with a small group of guys today and their biggest kind of challenge was, was to exercise. And I said, let's make a small group that we're going to, you know, move our body at least 10 minutes every day. And our mantra is going to be just move. Just move. Just just take action. So you're not going to always feel 100%. Guess what? That's normal. Imagine playing 162 games in a baseball season, Jeremy. Like nine innings. Like you play every day. Uh, you get one or, two, one or two days off a month. You're not going to always have 100% energy. 
Yeah. But just actuate into the feeling, and you don't have to have 100%, but give 100%. If you got 80%, give up 100% of that. And just decide, I'm going to show up and just be myself. Like when I'm filming like uh, videos for the content I do, I don't always feel super confident. I don't always feel like, do I know exactly what I'm going to say? But I said, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to start rolling and see what happens. I'm going to give everything I have in this moment. I don't always feel super confident. And that's okay and that's normal. So that's it. Let's do a quick summary. The first one, we don't believe in the phrase, I am who I am. Personality isn't permanent. Decide who you want to be. Skill beats talent. The second one is you don't need to be sick to get better. Let's be proactive with training our mind. Let's not be reactive. Number three is it's not just positive, negative thinking. Neutral thinking, oftentimes, when you're performing, is the most optimal state. Number four, nerves are normal. Nerves are not bad. They're a signal that something awesome is about to happen. If someone says, you know, Colin, I'm feeling stress or pressure, I say, that's amazing because something awesome is on the other side. Lean into that. And lastly, you know, you don't have to feel good to perform good. Um, J-Dub, what, what one really resonated with uh, you? I think the the first one, uh, it stands out to me for a lot of ways. One that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. So that, that definitely uh, rang my bell a little bit. And I think on that, I just wanted to make a little note. And when we're talking about number one, talking about the I am who I am. I am what I am, whatever you want, like to call it. I want to talk to, to you guys about being a good accountability partner. So when somebody that you are close with has that mindset, the worst worst thing that you can do for that person is justify that mindset. So if somebody is consistently late and everybody's getting together for a meal and everybody's sitting at the table and that person's 15, 20 minutes late and they're like, oh, that's just who they are. No, it's not who they are. That's justifying. That's the worst thing you can do. That person can be better. That person can be on time. And so... That's that's a big part of of holding people accountable to what they have the capability to be. And you're able to encourage them by helping them get the tools. All right, what do you need to do to be here on time? You need me to pick you up? Do you need me to do X, Y, and Z? And so with that, you have the ability to help people out of that I am who I am mindset because sometimes they don't know that there's another option because they've never seen it. And they've lived a life 20, 30, 40, 50 years in one way of life, but they still have the ability to change. And I think that's that's one of the greatest piece of hope uh, that I think is so beautiful in this in this mindset space is that you're always able to get better. And that's it. And I think that that in that line, that's uh, I think that's something that get, gets missed, unfortunately. Um, and there's a quote that I love. It says, he who holds the hope holds the power. And, and I think I'm, I tend to be, uh, an extreme optimist. So I run into a lot of the opposite perspective that I have. So I don't really have a problem staying positive, even if things are in chaos or, or negative. I am also like you, a two wing three. I've also tested out as a three wing two. So we're very similar. And, I, the thing that I get pushback on is, okay, well, you can't ignore the stuff that's happened in the past. And to that, I always say, I agree. You cannot ignore it, but what you're not going to do is give it power over what comes next. And so it's the learning of how do we adjust. If Russell Wilson makes a bad play, he doesn't 
act like he didn't make a bad play. He checks it out. He watches this film. He sees what he should have seen in the moment but didn't. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So how do we start here and prepare for the future by learning in the present what we've learned from the past? And, and I think that has been super crucial in my own life is not just pretending that something didn't happen but learning from it and then not giving it power over myself or my decision-making moving forward. I hope that makes sense. It does. And a book that I quote, I, I feel like every day is uh, Atomic Habits, James Clear. You may have already referenced this in, in the show, the past, past episodes, but he says that one's identity is the number one driver of how people act. So it's like, I am who I am, or I, I always forget names. I have a, a, a sweet tooth, you know? Well, you've already lost if you give power to that. So start today what you're going to start years now. Like decide who you want to be and start acting like it. You know, you, you aren't defined by your, your past. You can, like as we talked about how the brain can change itself, you can literally rewire your brain by changing your thought patterns, changing how you speak to yourself, and then start changing your actions. And you'll create this new habit loop and you'll change how you see yourself and you're going to act different. And you're going to be different. So you get to decide. That's that's the exciting. Like the hope part you mentioned, that's the exciting thing. Decide today and just commit. Be relentless, uh, you know, with your daily habits, your daily actions. So, guys, we care about you a ton. Hope you got something from this. Uh, please leave a, a review. How about that? What if you subscribe, you know, uh, give us a star rating and leave, leave, leave us some, some juice, you know? Uh, it helps us keep moving and also with uh, traffic. Absolutely. My friend, I appreciate you. Cranked with Colin on your Friday. Take you into the weekend at full speed. Until next time, my friends, like, subscribe, share. Like your boy Colin said, you better listen to the man. Stay off the leash.